Well, hey there, kids. Have you enjoyed listening to Base Camp and hearing these exciting stories? What if you could see and read a brand new story about Piper coming to life in a comic book? Join me and Piper in our Base Camp comic book and learn along with Piper as she discovers the value of forgiveness and how food fights in the mess hall cause, <laughs> well, more than just one mess. Grab your free digital copy today at lifeaction.org slash basecamp. Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures. Feeling any better tonight, JJ? I don't know. The campfire story last night gave me a lot to think about. The one about the carnival? Yeah. All right, everyone, settle down. Now, I know some hard things have been going on in recent weeks. And, well, I wanted to share a more personal story with you. It's part of my own life story. Fascinating. A chance to explore the ancient past of one of our leaders. (laughs) I don't know if I like the use of the word ancient, but y'all know how I was in the army? What? No. Oh, really? I thought I told you all that story. I think it was just Joe and I, Mountain Man Jack. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, kids, I was in the Army. Awesome. Were you like a super awesome special soldier? (gasps) Did you go on any secret missions? (gasps) Did you parachute behind enemy lines? Now, Albert, I'm sure Jack was just an ordinary recruit. Actually, Albert, yes. (gasps) Did you die? Well, uh, Molly... Uh, Really, Jack? You never told us about being an army specialist? Well, I usually don't much like to talk about it. Them's were hard days. But I think now's a good time to share. So, I was in the army. (laughs) Almost there. If we get caught sneaking off base. Relax, Burgess. We haven't got caught yet, have we? I don't know why I let you drag me along on this. We shouldn't be doing this. I'm going back. Hey, hey. We're decorated officers now, are we not? Yes. So, I think we deserve a little R&R. One night out won't hurt. Going somewhere, gentlemen? Lieutenant Jackson Northwood and Lieutenant Eli Burgess. I expect better from officers. Sir, yes, sir! Both of your records are nearly spotless. Aside from the occasional harmless prank from you, Northwood, I'm sure you've spent your fair share of time scrubbing the latrine with a toothbrush. Yes, sir. This latest tomfoolery could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. They've left it up to me to decide what to do with the pair of you. On the other hand, the fact that you were able to bypass almost all of base security on your way out is impressive. Sir? Have you boys ever given much thought to joining the Army Rangers? And so, by the sheer grace of God, we weren't booted from the Army, but instead got a chance to join the Rangers... Which we did. You were in the Army Rangers? Sure was. So, I'm not the only ranger at base camp. (laughs) That's right, Sue. Sorry to bust your bubble. (laughs) Anyway, Eli and I parted ways. Did some work on two separate teams before the both of us were called into a briefing on a new mission. Sir. Sir, at ease, gentlemen. What I'm about to tell you is classified top secret. At 0800 local time... Enemies Unknown captured Wilson Air Force Base in Barglovia. Sir, I've never heard of Wilson Air Force Base. That's because it's not supposed to exist, soldier. Wilson houses armaments to be used in case a war ever broke out in Europe again. These armaments are... experimental. 
The European Union cannot become aware of their existence or the base's current predicament. Sounds shady to me, sir. The army doesn't pay you for your opinion, Jack. We pay you to follow orders. Are we going to have a problem? Sir, no, sir. Glad to hear it. Now, you'll be flown over the Van Weingarten Forest, where you'll parachute down and infiltrate the base from there. Parachute into a forest? We're liable to get skewered. It's the only cover you'll get. It's jumping into a forest or into an open field where every sniper on base will be able to pick you off one by one. All right, then. Once on the ground, your orders are to infiltrate the base and take out the enemy. Make sure to leave at least one alive for questioning. Any questions? Wheels up in 20. You ready for this, Burgess? Ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Even with all the training, not exactly great with people shooting at me. I hear you. How many of these have you been on? A few. None that were this classified, though. Same. Bold move calling out the ethics on this mission. <laughs> yeah. Big mistake. Just asking to be chewed out. Well, I say good on you. Wish I would have said it. Really? Big fan of getting yelled at? Big fan of doing what's right. Ah. You got a conscience on you too, huh? I do. And I've got God's word poking me every once in a while too. You talking about the Bible? Sure am. Oh yeah? Religious, are you? I follow Jesus. Huh. I take it you don't believe in that sort of thing? Uh, I don't know really. Never gave it too much thought, to be honest. Too busy just trying to get from day to day. But, Ma and Pa, for all their flaws, drilled into me the reality of right and wrong. Or at least they had my teachers drill it into me. Sure didn't always do the right thing. But yeah, I got me a conscience. Well, at any rate, you were right. Keeping things secret the way the government's been doing, especially when we're on allied soil, doesn't sit right. Above our pay grade. I guess. So Jack, can I ask you something? Go ahead. Do you ever worry about what'll happen to you if you do get shot on one of these things? Well, gee, Eli, you think that kind of talk is good for morale? Maybe not, but it's an important question. You trying to lead me to Jesus right now? I'm just asking a question. I mean, seriously, we could die tonight. I'd say there's no better time to talk about the life after. I try not to think about it. it makes me jumpy. Bad for my reflexes out there. Better to pretend you're invincible, huh? Something like that. So dying scares you? Eli, if you ain't afraid of dying, what are you afraid of? You telling me you ain't scared to die? No, not really. You serious? Yeah, I mean, no one wants pain, but dying, for me, it's just a door. A door? I step through it, and I'm with my savior. Nothing scary about that. Hmm. Enough chatter, ladies. 60 seconds till the drop zone. Final gear check. Dear Lord, please be with us on this mission. Protect us if that be your will. May evil be vanquished and good prevail. May you receive the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Good luck, Burgess. Godspeed, northward. Go, go, go. Approaching shoot deployment altitude. I read you. Deploy in three, two, one. There it is. What do we got? Two targets on the roof with automatics. Actually, you know what? This part, we might need to skip. Come on. Nope, nope, nopity nope. Okay, so we, uh, we took back the base from the bad guys. Whew, that was wild. You're telling me. I don't think anything so action-packed has ever been recorded in human history. Yeah, 
Betcha our grandkids will thrill to the details someday. Well done, men. Tyler Base has been alerted to the change of status. Friendly transports are on their way. Root beer's on me when we get back, boys. What's that? It's coming from E-Wing. That's the experimental weapon storage. Project 17, critical. Please evacuate to the nearest exit. Are there personnel there? Yes, I think so. All right, men. Let's go to E-Wing and get any and all base personnel out of there. Burgess, they're bound to be evacuating same as us. Let's get out of here. We need to be sure. Wait, Eli! Hello? See? No one's here. Let's go. Is anyone in here? Help! Yes! There, behind the glass airlock. The lockdown's jammed the door. I'm trapped. Back away from the glass. Okay. Thank you. Is there anyone else? No, I was the last one. Now we have to get out What's of here. What's that blue light? Look out! <coughs> Are you all right? I think so. What about you? Project 17 experimented with extra-dimensional energy. Are you feeling an- Eli! Eli, can you hear me? Over here. I'll know. Hang in there. I'll get this off of you. Oh, boy. How bad is it? You... you'll be fine. Ah, uh, I can tell you're lying. I'm a goner, aren't I? We just gotta get you back to the medical quarters. It's okay, Jack. Always knew this was a possibility. Why'd you do it? The mission was over. Why'd you have to go risking your life coming all the way back here? A long time ago, someone gave his life to rescue me. Why shouldn't I do the same for others? Are you talking about Jesus again? Besides, I know where I'm going. You sure of that? You ain't afraid? Now that I'm here, now that it's time, no. I know I'll see you. There. Eli? Eli! I'm sorry. He's gone. I quit. Jack, we're letting you go anyway. Your shoulder got injured in that explosion, remember? You're being medically discharged. All the same, thought I'd let you know my feelings anyway. I quit. Jack. I know losing Eli has been tough for you, but these things happen. You just have to deal with it and move forward. This ain't just about Eli. It's that mission. The whole thing seems sketchy to me, but I went along with it because I had orders. Well, I can't follow them kind of orders anymore. Well, now you won't have to. Goodbye, Northwood. After that, I drove around the country for a while. Didn't know where I was going, really. I knew I didn't want to go back to Mom and Pa's place, and well, I don't know what I was looking for. But I thought I'd know it when I saw it. That's when I drove over a hill one day and saw Mount Eternity staring back at me. Wow, would you look at that? I drove closer, and on the way, I found Mountainside Chapel. And for some reason, I stopped. I guess it made me think about Eli and the things he'd said to me before he died. I found myself getting out of the truck and walking inside that little church. Hello? Uh, anybody in here? Hello? Uh, out here. In the, uh, in the, in the lobby. Oh, hello there. I'm Parson Brown. Can I help you? Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. I was just driving and I 
for some reason, thought I should come in here. Oh, and why's that, if I may ask? Well, uh, I had a friend who read the Bible, and he was talking to me about it. Ah, I see. We love to talk about the Bible here. Is that what you'd like to do? Um, uh, not sure. See, my friend died recently, oh, and... I'm, I'm so sorry. It's all right. At least, I hope it is. He died a hero. And, uh, he, he died believing in Jesus. Said that's why he wasn't scared of dying. Well, that's good news. God promises us through Scripture that whoever believes in the name of Jesus and all that implies will never truly perish, but have eternal life. I've never seen anyone so sure of something like that before. He had confidence, and I could tell he really weren't afraid. Well, I don't mind telling you, I was terrified. Not uncommon at all when facing death. I guess I stopped in here to ask you, how do I get what he had? How do I get that kind of peace, that kind of confidence? Well, I'll be glad to tell you. And he did. He told me the story of Jesus, how humanity had sinned against God, and how God has sent his only son to die in our place to forgive our sins, and how Jesus rose again, defeating death. Well, I got down on my knees then and there, and I gave my life to the Lord. And I stayed right there in the town of Apatia, going to church every chance I got, learning more and more about being a follower of Jesus. I also spent the time growing out this here beard. Before long, I was joining friends from church on some hikes around Mount Eternity. This sure is beautiful. It sure is. They don't have mountains like this where you're from, Jack? Not in Texas, Wes. Boy, I tell you, I just feel right at home here. <laughs> well, you look it too. I don't think I've ever seen you smile like that before. Here, take some water. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. <sighs> yep, I don't know. I might just have to spend more time out here. And that's exactly what I did. I went hiking every week, then twice a week. And soon, I was spending most of my time up here on the mountain. Of course, I already had ample wilderness training back in the army, but I was learning all I could about mountain climbing, hunting, trapping, and surviving from books and such, even making some of my own discoveries and writing down my own notes. Note to self, possums taste best when cooked with poppy seeds. Mmm, sure are tasty. As soon as I get some supplies, see how it tastes in a pot pie. Could turn out terrible, but I'll give it a shot. I met new people. Whoa! Hey there, you snuck up on me, mister. Sorry, stranger. Didn't mean to startle you. No harm done. I've seen a lot of you around these parts the last few months. Really? This is the first time I've seen you. I tend to watch from a distance. Never did get along well with people all that much. I keep to myself. Okay. Well, I'm starting to love this mountain. Been spending more and more time out here camping, thinking about maybe purchasing some property up here. Maybe build a little cabin. You don't say. Well, if you ever need any help with that, you just let me know. Oh, really? I thought you said you don't like to be around people much. Well, it's a different story when there's building to be done. I'm an architect and a carpenter. It's what I love to do most. Huh. I'll have to keep that in mind. You'll have to forgive me. I never introduced myself. Jack Northward. I'm George. Good to know you. And I made some new discoveries on the mountain. <sighs> hmm. Never hiked up this way before. But it's fairly easy going. 
and the scenery's pretty nice. Might be a good place to start clearing a trail. Sounds like I got company. Wonder what little critter it is this time. Uh-oh, that ain't no little critter. Oh, that's a bear. Okay, hasn't seen me yet. I can't see him either. If I can just sneak away now, maybe I can avoid a confrontation. Trick is to do it quietly. nearly gave me a heart attack. Slipped right down that steep slope without an ounce of warning. <sighs> Whew. That's a long way back up. Pretty sure that bear won't follow me down here though. Might want to find a safer way back to the cabin. Huh. Looks like there's a cave system in here. Lots of holes in the ground. Gotta keep an eye on that. They blend in. Gotta be careful not to fall in by accident. Kinda like I fell in here. That's a long way down. Hmm. Wait a sec. There's a blue light down there. And it, it, it looks like something else is down there too. All right, easy does it. Okay. This is one deep cave. Howdy! <laughs> reason I came down huh. the blue light's gone well what about that other thing I saw where was aha there you are now what are you <coughs> huh. it's a book or a journal tales from Adhara wonder how it got all the way out here but above all, while I was out here in the wilderness by myself, I spent time with God, praying, reading his word, just getting to know him. <sighs> Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, Lord. You are so good. Even when I stumble and fall, you lift me up again. You take away my sin, and you've nailed it to the cross. Now, y'all remember Anna? My friend from church from earlier in the story, well, she started to come and see me up on the mountain and we'd spend time hiking just the two of us. Long story short, we got hitched. And wait, after that- Wait, 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 wait. You're married? As in to a wife? I'm getting to it. Mind if I finish my story? Okay. <clears throat> now, like I said, Anna and I got hitched and we lived up here in a cozy little cabin for a couple years, but then, the Lord started stirring something in me. What's wrong, Jack? I don't know. I've been feeling a little discontent lately. Been praying through it. And I think this discontent might be from the Lord. Really? Yeah. I've spent years growing in my relationship with Him. Growing closer every day. But I've been isolated up here on this mountain. Besides you, there's not too many others to talk to up here. Not a whole lot of chances to share what God has taught me, to share my faith with others. Hmm, I can understand that. What do you think we should do? Would we move into town, closer to people? Well, that's one option. There's a, something else I've been praying about. 
Congratulations, Mr. Northward. Your application for a camp license has been approved. Just sign here. You got it. Ladies and gentlemen, as mayor of our little town of Apatia, it's my honor to present to you our town's newest business owner, Jackson Northward. Or as some of you have started to call him, Mountain Man Jack. First of all, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, without whom I want you all to know none of this would be possible. Next, I want to thank my beautiful wife, Anna, for her love and support, Parson Brown for his guidance and counsel, and George for donating some of his spare time to help us build the first facilities. He says he's got plans for even better cabins in the works, so stay tuned. <laughs> and I want to thank all y'all for your support and the interest so many y'all have expressed in having your kids come to camp. And uh, I guess that's it for my speech. So without further ado, I now declare base camp officially open. Well, all in all, I think that was a great first year. Could use an extra helping hand around here. But other than that, I can't agree with you more, Anna. God's been moving. Only something's been bothering me. <coughs> what is it? It's my family. My mom, my pa, and my brother Joseph. I know who they are, Jack. Even though after all these years, I still haven't met them. Well, that's the thing. When I left home, we didn't leave things on good terms. I caused them my fair share of trouble, too. And I think, I think God wants me to go and make things right. I think that's a wonderful idea. <coughs> I'll go with you. No, no. I'm not sure what they'll do. Things could turn ugly. And I don't want you to be there for that if it happens. Don't be silly. I'm your wife. I need to... <coughs> Plus, you had this cold for a few weeks. I want you here getting bed rest so you can kick it. If things go well, I'll take you to meet them. I promise. If you say so. I went back home and made things right with my folks. I shared my testimony, and Joe ended up coming to know the Lord and coming back to base camp to help me run things. Only when we got back. Jack? Jack! Parson Brown, what are you doing here? Parson, this is my brother Joe. Pleasure, I'm sure, Joe. Excuse me, Jack? You need to come with me. Why? What's going on? It, it's Anna, Jack. That cold she has, it's its not just a cold. She's in the hospital. What? Anna? Hey, Jack. Oh, honey. What happened? How Hush now. <laughs> Have you spoken to the doctors? Yes. Then, then you know I... I don't have long. I'm sorry, Anna. For what? If, if I'd have been here. You couldn't have done anything. This isn't your fault. <laughs> I'm going to be with the Lord. Are you... scared? Now that I'm here? <laughs> now that it's time? No. I'm... I'm not either. I'm, I'm sad, but I'm not scared. I... I know. I know I'll see you again in heaven. Believe it, Jack. You best believe it. 
and that was the day she died. <laughs> she got to meet Joe before she passed, though. She liked that. Now, I suppose y'all are wondering why I told you them stories. Why didn't I tell you more about my wife? How we met and all that? Well, because my wife's story and Eli's story have similar endings. Except, I was a different man at each of their passings. With Eli, I was scared and confused. My friend was dying, and I didn't know what to do or what to think. I was overcome with sadness. I was lost. But with Anna, with Anna, I knew Jesus. I'd walked with him and talked with him. I knew his promises, and I knew they were true. I wasn't scared or worried about where my wife was going. You bet I was sad she wasn't going to be a part of my life on earth no more, but I had comfort and peace knowing she'd be with Jesus, knowing I'd see her again someday. That's the kind of peace you can have with Jesus. We don't have to be scared of death. We can stand confident in the face of anything that comes at us in this life because we know that God is with us, and ultimately, we'll end up with Him. He's the solid rock that never moves, the firm ground we can stand on no matter how difficult the storms are around us. My question for y'all tonight is do y'all have that peace? Do you have that relationship with Jesus that changes you into a new man or woman and gives you that confidence in his resurrection power? Because that power is real. He is real and he loves you. The Bible says that he's like a hen that wants to gather up his little chicks and keep them safe and warm. He don't want you to be scared. He don't want you to be confused or to worry. He wants you to know him. And if you don't know him, you can start that relationship tonight. You don't have to bow your head or close your eyes. You don't have to come up here and talk with me. You can talk to Jesus right where you're at, silently in your head, right now. And you can pray to him. You can tell him you're a sinner and that you're sorry for what you've done. You can ask him for forgiveness. Ask him to wash you clean with the blood he shed for you. You can ask him to save you from the consequences of your sins. You can ask him to come into your life and take over. Be the king of everything you say or do. And you can thank him for all he's done for you. Now, if you'd done that just now, if you talked to Jesus about all that, and you meant it, you believed in your heart that he rose from the dead to save you, well then, the Bible says his saving grace has been applied to you. You are his child now. You are forgiven and free. You no longer have anything to fear. But the Bible does say you got one more thing you need to do. And that's tell someone. Doesn't have to be me. Doesn't have to be Sue or Joe. But you gotta tell someone. The Bible says that we need to confess with our mouth to proclaim publicly that you are now a follower of Jesus. You can do that in any way you want, but you gotta do it. I'll be over here in the office if you need to talk, okay? Now, let's all end this little meeting in silence. And if there's something any of y'all need to do, you ask God for the strength and courage to do it. JJ? You all right, son? Mountman Jack? Yeah? I... I've known about Jesus. I've even tried to do the right thing for Jesus. But tonight, I gave my life to Jesus. You did? Well, if that don't beat all, come here. I'm sorry for always causing trouble, Mount Man Jack. I... I forgive you, buddy. It's all behind us now. I'm proud of you. So, so proud. Thanks. Are you ready to tell people? I... I think so, yeah. Well then. Hey, everyone! Guess what? 
It's been a long road for JJ, but he's finally accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Now he has a relationship with him and hope for eternity in heaven. Have you made that decision? Is Jesus really the Lord and Savior of your life? If not, why not choose now to make that decision and tell someone about it? Thanks, Megan. Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. To experience more fun from the world of Basecamp, grab a parent and visit us on the web at lifeaction.org Basecamp, where you'll find books, comics, coloring sheets, and more. To hear more episodes of Basecamp for free, download the Life Action app and select the Kids tab, where you'll find all of our audio albums. Basecamp Adventures is a presentation of Life Action Ministries. Our vocal talent included Matt Fredericks, Melissa Hankins, Abe Krause, Laurel Avery, Anna Nelson, Cameron Herklotz, Evan David, Carter Warren, Matthew Cowles, Allie Richcreek, Janelle Cowles, Byron Paulus, Shane Black, Austin Herklotz, and Graham Ward. Our creative directors were Matt Fredericks and Evan David, and our executive producer was Aaron Paulus. We hope you'll join us next time for Base Camp Adventures. Piper here. Mountain Man Jack put me in charge of looking for some new base camp recruits. We're looking for people who want quality entertainment, action, suspense, jokes, and Christ-centered biblical principles. If that sounds like you, then we want you to go to lifeaction.org basecamp, where you can find audio dramas, books, and more. Come join us. You're in for the climb of your life.